to Test Talk, episode 194. It's the three of us, the usual. I'm Cody, your host, with Brittany. Hi. Another host, and Rob, the remote robot. Hello there. Basically a host at this point. He's a host. Yeah. Basically. I'm a host, so I'm controlled by aliens. (laughs) Besides Eddie, he's the only one that's been on the most besides. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That sounds good. Yeah. (laughs) So we're here. We're going to be talking about some Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Finally, because that's out. Nerds rejoice everywhere. We totally blanked that when we were rambling about what to talk about this week <laughs> on last episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we're idiots. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the Joker. Is this like small indie show that just came out. I don't know if anyone had ever heard of it. What's it called? Like we, just, we just made that joke about something else. Did we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. I feel like we made it about game of thrones i don't know <laughs> i just reuse the same jokes just like i watch the same shows over and over again same. comedy yeah i started watching 30 rock again today uh-huh because he just finished boy meets world so let's restart another <laughs> show that's gonna take forever so there's like a there was a thought process to it okay david Tennant has a podcast tina fey was his most recent guest i was like man i really like tina fey so i tried to watch unbreakable kimmy schmidt because i never finished it was she the creator she's the creator of okay it. and i was like this isn't as funny as 30 rock so i'm gonna watch 30 rock so i tried to watch something kind of new to me yeah is that all you've been doing this week uh i started a diet i don't know if you wanted to talk about that talk about that it's not crazy i'm just mm. Intermittent fasting and cutting out red meat and some carbs. Most carbs. And Most carbs. Sodas and No alcohols. sodas, no beer, vodka sodas if I want to have a drink. Because <laughs> you're an old lady. I am an old lady. <laughs> that was my week. That's fun. We went on a 5K walk this morning. We did. Oh, very nice. Because we're, there's a run that happens every year apparently at Sunset Park. It's called the Donut Judge Me Run, Rob. They give you donuts. Yeah, there oh, are. Okay. I see, I see That's why. That's why I agreed. <laughs> yes, yeah. there are two donut stops along the five k, and then at the end there are more donuts. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, it's a great combination. And then and you get a medal. You get a medal that's a donut and a magnet that's a donut. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. So we went because it's at Sunset Park. So we went and we walked the course just to get a feel for it. And then the next two weekends, we're probably going to try jogging it, jogging it and just see how far we can get and see our time. Because walking it, we did it under an hour. So, I mean, I feel like the 5K, when we're actually doing it, should take 30, 40 minutes. Probably less than that, honestly. Eh, you don't know what our cardio is like. <laughs> <laughs> Mine used to That's be fair. decent. That's fair. And then I started cooking. Mine's never been decent. So, <laughs> <laughs> Is it jogging or jogging? I'm always really confused about that. What do you mean? Okay, never mind. Just, just cut that joke out. Joke. That's uh, <laughs> no, that's an Anchorman, Anchorman joke. Anchorman. Uh, he talks I've about it. I've never seen that. What? Just continue. Continue. Just, that, just cut this dive section out. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, How yeah. Your week, Rob. Good. Learning all kinds of more fun things and learning about non work related stuff. So, that's kind of cool. We were going to go clamming yesterday, but the dog has been kind of lame. So, we've been watching him and minimizing his activity and just keep, keeping an eye on him. Rob, it's your turn. Is We're playing turn? chess. Are we playing chess? Yeah. Is that what this is? We've gone like twice and you already forgot. <laughs> How dare you? I've been playing games Ooh. this week. There's a one game. I got it from the Humble Bundle last month. It's called Minute. 
M-I-N-I-T. Spoilers, it's an indie game, and it's just, you're this weird little blob, and you just have a minute of time per life cycle, and then you die. But certain things, you do certain progress that you make, keeps with the cycles. Like, so say you find a sword on when you die you keep that sword so you don't have to go back and get that again and it opens up different paths and things and like i just found a tool that lets me move like logs and so now i don't have to go back and get that tool i can just move logs permanently now so it's a interesting almost like a roguelike kind of game that just you keep resetting and it's short little bursts so it's easy to pick up and play it sounds like like an rpg where rather than being a minute timeline you're having to do certain objectives and basically, mm-hmm. and then every time you die, you, you just come back into the game with everything you have prior to that. So basically, they've taken that concept and just shrunk it down to a, yeah. a very finite amount of time to do the thing. That's just cool. A, it, it makes it almost like speedrun. Like, yeah. as you start doing it, you're like, okay, if I move at this angle, I won't be interrupted by anything. And I can just get to the next screen that much quicker. So I like that part of it. Sounds very cool. I'm going to check it out. And then after all the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order talk, I saw some Reddit thread where they were talking about star wars games and people started talking about kotor and the story of it and i was like man i really like that game i should play it (laughs) so because i bought them in 2013 uh i played them 10 or so years ago fourth grade more than 10 years ago (laughs) and so i've already beaten them but i've just had them sitting in my steam account i was like i want to play them again so i did and yeah they're fun i got to the end of the first game where you're about to fight uh darth malak and I was just getting frustrated because I forgot how grindy that game is. Because at the end, there's just like wave after wave of enemy with no real breaks. So I found out how to enable cheat codes. So I did that because I didn't want to worry about dying every two minutes and losing all my progress. So I'm a little cheater. You it's, are a cheater. But it's still you. fun. And it's I discovered this time playing it that it's based on D&D 3.5. Really? It has, yeah, it has the same six stat blocks. And like when you view different uh, attacks, like when you're melee, you have like power attack and you have critical strike and flurry. And when you read it, it's like increases your attack by plus four or whatever and decreases your damage or whatever like that. And it's like, use this spell. Enemies have to pass a saving throw of 10 plus your wisdom modifier plus charisma modifier. And if they do, they take half damage or something like that. So it's literally just Star Wars D&D. But it's presented in a way that you don't really see that. You're not rolling the dice or seeing the numbers. Yeah, it's all just, yeah, makes sense. That's cool. Yeah, I just didn't ever realize that as a kid. But now that I've played it, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, this is just D&D. <laughs> It's just single-player D&D, like, as single-player as you can get it. Uh, yeah, that's what I've been mostly doing. There's a lot more music that came out this week specifically, but not music you guys would endure, so I'm not going to get into it. Sorry. <laughs> Rob, no. it's your turn. You move so fast, like, I'm, I'm like, listening to the conversation, then I don't hear it, and then I'm like, five minutes later, oh, it's your turn. See? <laughs> you immediately went. Because I have so much time to think about what I'm going to do next. No. Oh, good. <laughs> multitasking rob yeah uh, that's do that the well. point of this show mm, i think it's talk about uh random things on the internet and games that's speaking of that do you want to talk about the joker trailer robert yeah because that came out only a couple of weeks ago so it's still kind of topical we're really on the ball we're yep. really topical it's fine i don't we talk about things when we want to yeah yeah 
the man can't tell us when to talk about things. Yeah. So this is the new Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And who's the director? Do you know off the top of your head? Let me uh, use the old internet to uh, look it up. Also, it's it, your turn. It is Todd. God damn it. It is Todd Phillips. <laughs> I am confirming it. Perfect. Perfect. Um, it's another DC movie that I'm hesitantly excited for, even after Shazam's kind of, for me, meh reception. But for everyone else, Shazam is apparently the best superhero movie to ever come out. Uh, which I... Okay. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me get I, I listen to the film. Tangent. I listen to the uh, Funhouse Filmhouse podcast. Yeah. Okay, so I think what the, maybe people are not explaining well enough when they say that is not that it's the best superhero movie in the, in the context of comparing to Marvel and everything else like that. I think it's saying it's the best superhero movie that's come from a comics that is very much like a comic. If you were to watch that movie with having read a lot of Shazam comics, it would play out just like that did. And so okay. I think that, that's probably what they're trying to say. Because in the film house, they said that. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Yep, I so. get that. I've just, I have heard people comparing it to Marvel movies. Like, mm. yeah, I would put this in, like, compared to the top five of Marvel movies. I'm like, mm. Mm, so. No, it's not. It's it's a step, again, like I said before, step in the right direction for DC. But it's definitely not, uh, not that amazing. Anyways, this one has me excited because it doesn't seem like a superhero movie. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be a very fun hour and a half two hours watching joaquin phoenix just descent into madness isn't that just joaquin phoenix yeah as a person but now he's got makeup on okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) what was he on letterman or something like like 10 years ago where he just was like off his shit and it was like the weirdest thing to watch he was like doing some weird like christian bale type character actor thing where he was just staying in character preparing for this movie called i'm still here i think uh, yeah, yes that's what it was yeah because I, I remember it being a thing at the time where a lot of people really thought he was having like a breakdown but then it turned out it was for this movie where he mm-hmm. plays washed up actor having a breakdown i think okay that's i never familiar. watched the movie but yeah everyone was like oh my god he's a genius i'm just like i don't care yeah. i mean he gets in the character which is cool and i feel like that's mm-hmm. important to do with someone like the joker that is so nuanced and has been developed so much in the comic book world so people mm-hmm. will be very scrut scrutinous scrutinous that's the word right they'll scrutinize his portrayal yeah, yeah. no matter what he's, it's like it's uh the same thing with what uh, ben affleck when he became batman same kind of thing it's like how dare you play this character you you are you're not as good as you think you are kind of thing mm-hmm. and then he comes out and actually does a really good job in my opinion of it i'm interested to see like what the kind of catalyst is in this movie because based on the trailer it just kind of shows him getting beat up once pretty much just once i don't remember him being beat up a second time and then he still kind of just like undergoes the change i saw on the reddit thread when the trailer came out some people saying that this scene after or the scene where he's like kind of dancing in his living room with the towel on and the gun waving around that he just killed his mom apparently. Hmm. So I'm interested to see how that kind of plays out because he talks about his mom and seems very caring for her, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's like a breaking point for him in the movie. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, so my thoughts are given the kind of the way that the the film is framed, uh, at least for the trailer, I think they're going to do the Joker origin, but then they're also going to do kind of like, may pull in the Heath Ledger commentary that he made, you know, all it takes is one bad day. 
So I think what's going to happen yep. is he's just going to have one... The movie's going to like be like chronicling the early part of like his life, and they're going like, to fast forward to like now-ish. And then something's going to happen. Just one day is going to be like, absolutely terrible, and then he just loses his mind. It's probably going to culminate with what you're saying, him killing his mom, and then he's just going to lose his marbles. And get this like cult surrounding him. Yeah. Or something, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it just seems refreshing, I guess. Like, there's not some huge villain. Like, it's just going to be society is the villain. Gamers rise up. We live in a society. <laughs> Gamers rise up. <laughs> so, if that's kind of the route they go, just this one dude just, like, fed up and he just finally breaks because he's already dealing with mental issues. Like, I think it would be a very different superhero story. There's no galaxy ending thing there's no big bad with the seven deadly sins it's just oh my god it's yeah. just a, a guy that can't handle the world and tries to make a change in his own sort of twisted way i mean i don't know a lot about comics or batman or the lore but joker never seemed to be like this like big bad destroy everything type he just liked causing mayhem he, he likes chaos because, I mean, even in The Dark Knight, like, he's trying to destroy Gotham in his own kind of way. Like, he's trying yeah. to get rid of the government. And... I think he is better at, like, incite, inciting people mm-hmm. to do it for him. Yeah. Rather than just, like, he's this all-powerful, like, could throw a building at you yeah. type. Like, he just fucks with people to get them to do it for him. Yeah. That's the way I always thought of him. And I feel like in the trailer, it kind of shows that with, like, whatever cult type people start showing up and like the other clown masked people like i feel like it's gonna go that route where he inspires the degenerates or the people with no cause yeah Yeah. it seems interesting and i'm probably gonna see it in theaters yeah that's just i'd want to experience it when's it come out like june october oh oh damn they're hyping up real early yeah, uh, that means they're gonna show so much of the movie in trailer. That's why I'm not gonna watch anymore. Oh my god, I was I'm so okay. So it's a tangent on the trailer thing. So I made an effort not to watch any trailers after the second one when they showed the white suits for the Avengers. I was like, I'm not gonna watch any more trailers. They're just gonna hype Don't up shit. Don't mention anything about the second trailer. <laughs> Because okay. I haven't seen it, you fuck. It, 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 if you don't know the context, it's fine. It's just really frustrating because now on Hulu, there's so many damn trailers popping up, and it's just like showing more of the story. And I'm like, what's the yeah, point they're of like, doing this? The special like TV spots for it. Yeah, is that well, what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, this I think the one I saw was just like another trailer, kind of mm. continue, not continue, expanding more upon that uh, one I mentioned. And it's just like I don't, I I want to go and like enjoy the experience. Why are you showing me more of this thing? This doesn't make sense. That was what I said, and you called me a nerd and yelled at me for not wanting to watch the second trailer. So thanks for jo- being. The second trailer doesn't really show much more except for like one or two key things. Yeah, but I don't know that. I don't no, want to. I don't want to risk that. But it's not gonna. But okay. So the first trailer is always like, oh my god, look how crazy the stakes are. The second one is like grounding that and saying, okay, here's what the really what really gonna happen. Every other trailer has basically exposed the plot. Like they've talked about more things that are gonna happen, and I'm like, I don't yeah. want to know that. Yeah. That's the that's the only distinction I'll make. I, I'm probably like half hypocritical on this one because you could argue that there is one thing given away in the second trailer that is like oh but i thought because of this thing i saw on the first trailer yeah it would be more important but so just don't watch tv for the next like uh five days and there's our weekly we hate trailers conversation yeah Yeah. it's never ending because i know star wars is going to be like three more trailers i'm sure like joker there's going to be a couple more december yeah (laughs) fuck that yeah it's never and it just sucks because when i go to a movie it's like 
how do I avoid the trailer? Because when we saw Pet Cemetery, the Avengers... You sat there and, like, covered your eyes. I put my sweatshirt over my face and blocked my ears and just, like, hummed to myself while the Avengers oh trailer God. played. I don't want to see it. Nothing happens. I don't... I don't want to know that. I don't want to know that nothing happens. Okay. I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> Joker, probably good. We'll see. We'll see when it comes out if it's worth watching. <laughs> Joker Next good, topic. trailer bad. Yes. Uh, so yeah, we're going to get into Game of Thrones, the first episode of the final season. Spoilers if you're not caught up on that, but by the time this episode comes out, it'll be two weeks. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know how next week's going to play out, but it was slower than I felt like it should be. It reminded <laughs> me of the very first episode. Yeah, but that was the point, wasn't it? I Probably, where literally nothing happens until the very end when... Bran and Jamie meet. That's Thing. when I was like, oh shit, things are going to get exciting. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's the end of the episode. But I'm waiting for an old friend. More things yeah. happen though. Like, what happened? Cersei slept with pirate I don't guy, care about that. But it happened. You're on. Yeah, but it wasn't interesting. The dead child with the fingers. That was creepy. That happened. Yeah, but. Wait, let uh, Ned Umber? Yeah. Yes, the dead child in Tormund saw them. What uh, what castle do they own? Oh, Last Hearth. Yeah, the Last thing Hearth. that was on the map. Yeah, on the Last intro. Hearth. Yeah, like the one other place that wasn't. That's where the Umbers live. Yeah, lived. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was more of an exposition episode, which I get. They yeah. still kind of have a couple more pieces to move, but it's just frustrating when everyone knows that there's only so much left. Just seems like couldn't you have done this last season? Yeah. Couldn't you have just made this the finale? Well, no, because then. Her boring finale. I don't know. It just... What the... I don't like... Well, it's not like a big gripe. What I wish I could have seen was, at the end of last season, Tormund and all the guys at the wall were on the wall when... The dragon. The dragon yeah. burnt it down, basically, or melted it. Yes. And then all of a sudden, they're at Last Hearth. Yeah. Well, I, I want to know how is... that happened. Last Hearth, I think, I think uh, is not super far from um, the wall. Eastwatch, yeah. Because Eastwatch is like the Night's Eastwatch Watch. Eastwatch by the sea? Yeah, that's like where they were stationed. Yeah. They were on the wall at Eastwatch. They East were Watch. at Eastwatch? Yeah. I thought they were at Castle Black. No. No, Castle Black uh, is the center. Yeah. Tormund was sent to Eastwatch, like with the Wildlings. He was sent there to like keep watch over Eastwatch. Yeah, so uh, a, I have a map up right now. So Eastwatch by the sea directly south of that through the forest uh i think it's called the loft or something i can't read because it's in script last hearth hearth is like the first place that you could get to other than like this one other little area i can't read it either it's like queen's 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 crown that <laughs> sounds right queen's crown. yeah but it's just it's odd that they just kind of like wave hand but time has had passed. them be there like but but I don't give a fuck about John and Danny riding around dragons and then boning by a waterfall. I want to see Tormund and how they survived <laughs> this collapsing wall and I like agree. why they ended up at Last Hearth. Like, but, why did they specifically go there? Just because it's the closest castle? I think, they, yeah, it's it's the, it's the next closest place. Like, but they they were clearly there, like looking for whites or something. So it's just, what is the story with this group and why are they? acting the way they are there's I, no explanation i don't think they're looking for whites i think they're just trying to get to some so, somewhere where they can like resupply and then keep moving because they were, tell people that they yeah got through the wall right but just how they were moving through it they were moving very like defensively like they were 
Well, yeah, I mean, you expecting. Think, think about it. Think about it. Well, like when you come off Han somewhere, that like you know, you're like something's wrong here. So they immediately yeah. went into yes. the defensive. That's why they had split up. They're like, where the fuck is everybody? Because yeah, yeah. So think so think about it, like just the time frame perspective. So end of last season, we saw John and Danny come back or started to go back from King's Landing, and then we Boat saw sex. butt sex, boat sex, not butt sex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what the same thing, whatever. Um, and then we saw East Watch by the Sea get just demolished. So in that time frame, they moved south. I don't know the distance, so I'm not going to do some any crazy math. But we do know that at some point between them that le- leaving there and getting to Last Hearth, uh, Ned Ned uh, Umber met with John and moved back north. So you can assume that the distance between Winterfell and Last Hearth and Eastwatch and Last Hearth is greater, but he has a horse. And so by the time he yeah. got back there, the Whites were already there. So the plot, the only reason they developed the plot, I would say, with Danny and John for whatever reason, was because it was more interesting for the overall story than, hey, this is how they got here. Because we already know like the Whites are bad and they'll yeah. kill everybody. So I don't think they really want to spend any time doing that. More developing of, hey, look, White's killing a town. Right. Mm -hmm. That being said, it's more interesting. It would have been cool, but I get it. They're trying to build up the relationship of John and Danny. So when he comes to her and is like, hey, fuck you, I am the rightful king. What are you going to do about that now? She tries to kill him. Yeah. So I get how they're trying to build this relationship when they only have a season left. And this is turning out to be the most important relationship how daenerys responds to john's rightful claim you know i get it i'm just still like i want to see the big big fight action cgi stuff they got to build up to it like i get the hype hype game going i guess they still need more hype after two years and we don't know if it's the only my theory i think i told you i think i said to you guys at one point in the last like month or two was i feel like this the overall story of game of thrones is going to be sum- surmised or uh, sorry summarized by what I think Cersei said is either you with the Game of Thrones either you either win or you die. I think what Martin is really going to be like kind of uh, uh, explaining over this last season is that no matter what happens, everything stays the same. There's always going to be someone fighting for the thing they felt they were wronged for, and I think what's going to happen is th- this is going to resolve with our current era, and it's going to go into. Wh- <laughs> it's going to go into uh, Cersei's kid wanting the throne. Like she, They'll feel like they have been wrong, much like Daenerys and Viserys. Yeah, like, like history repeats itself. Yeah, exactly. Like it's People are going to be wronged, they're going to feel wronged, and they're going to fight them. So we had the Viserys, we had Robert feeling like Aegon. No, sorry, not Aegon. What the hell's his Rhaegar. name? Rhaegar. Rhaegar took his wife, even though they actually got married in a normal way. So it's like this, this disgusting cycle over and over again. That may be the story, or it'll be Bran's breaking the cycle with by being... I think it's going to be the breaking the cycle. I feel like that's more cliche. Okay. Uh, also, Rob won at chess. That's why he laughed midway through that. Because if I move my queen, it wasn't close enough for my king to then take the rook. And so you would have just taken the queen, and then it'd be in checkmate. So I was like, fuck it. <laughs> my queen lives on. <laughs> Another fast game. Yeah, which I'm totally fine with. Yeah, it's probably going to be a cycle breaking. That's why Bran is here. The third eye raven is here in the courtyard. He's stirring shit up, and he sees how it's going to play out, and mm-hmm. I'm sure he knows that how it all ends. How it all ends, and like what he needs to do, and what he needs to say. Like mm-hmm. he's waiting for Jamie for a reason. Yeah, he knows he's important. Mm-hmm. When they're talking all that bullshit and doing the pleasantries, he just bursts out saying, "Like there's no time for this. The fucking Night King is coming." Yeah. But then he just sits there. Yeah, 
Well, I can't move. Well, tell us what to do, Bran. He's, he's incepting them. He's saying it, and then in a day or two, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, oh, wait a second. The Night King's coming. We need to do something. Yeah. <laughs> so theories that I've heard Damn it, Bran. are all over the place. Oh, yeah. My favorite one is that Bran is the Night King, yeah. and he's going to have to kill one version of himself <laughs> somehow. What? Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was funny, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's funny. Yeah. I hope they don't do something kind of stupid like that. That'd be too much. That'd be way too much. How is that stupid? That he's also the big bad guy the whole time. Well, no, not not like, so I think with the theory, correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon, but I think, wouldn't the theory say that he presently isn't the Night King? He goes back and be, is the Night King in whoever that body is to keep the cycle broken after this all resolves. Not that something he, like that. Not that he literally is right now the Night King. Like he does. So he's not. Odor. He's not frozen. Maul. He goes back to like the Night King when he was part of the Night's Watch or whatever. Uh, the Night King. I think the the Night's Watch didn't exist yet. It was the first. I think a first man that okay. was yeah. uh, stuck with the dragon glass. I think that's right. Yeah. So like the way that Bran uses his ward third eyed three eyed Raven thing to go back and does that thing to Hodor. He's going to do that to the Night King, and then do you think he's going to make it so the White Walkers never existed? I think they serve a purpose. I don't think he'd ever get rid of them. Okay. I think it's like, you know, breaking up the cycle. I think to get to this point, they needed to exist and do what they did to keep keep people evolving and adapting to meet a certain end. To fight them off. To fight them off, to come together and all that kind of crap. Yeah, like I think the point of this finally happening and the wall breaking is to break like the family pride that like the Lannisters and the Starks have and to stop them. Like once the Cersei Lannisters of the world have been killed, which most of them have been at this point, like then the kingdom and Westeros can unite once again and just chill for a hundred years before the next conqueror shows up. I feel like that's ultimately what the story is going to end up being. Mm-hmm. We'll see if it's that easy to figure out. Of the Cersei Lannisters of the world, would you consider Daenerys a Cersei Lannister of her own caliber? Since uh, she takes a lot of pride in her her house name. Kind of, yeah. Her rightful titles. That's why I feel like she's probably going to die. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't have a place in this world. Especially yeah. not if Jon... Well, not if, because John is a Targaryen. Like mm-hmm. he is the true Targaryen. He's the Targaryen that the Westeros needs, not Daenerys, because at the end of the day, she is still a conqueror. Yeah, she is still doing what her ancestors did, and that's not what works for Westeros. Yeah, I think they're cut. I think Cersei and Daenerys are cut from the same cloth. They feel like they're owed something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they're they're gonna do whatever it takes. Especially talking about with the Tarleys with uh, Sam. That was a really sad scene. I laughed. Yeah, because you're an asshole. <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> Sam is like one of the most wholesome characters. He does all the right things. And he still gets shit on all the time. Yup. Good. Fuck you. <laughs> no, it's just like, uh, yeah, I think I think that's just, uh, yeah, she's going to do what, whatever it takes to get what she thinks is owed. And I don't think she's going to believe. I don't think that she won't trust John. I think it's just she won't believe it's true. I don't think she'll say that she believes it. Like, she might in the back of her head be like, oh, fuck. He's probably right, but she can never step down. I just yeah. don't think it's in Daenerys. Like, she's she fought. I think she'd try to kill him. Pro- uh, I think she would. I think if he 
became like assertive in him being a ruler Mm -hmm. she would probably tell him to fuck off but if he's just like giving her the knowledge i don't think she'd be like aha you're dead now (laughs) i'm the true (laughs) targaryen yeah i don't think i don't think it'll play out like that but yeah Mm -hmm. if john for some reason for once in his life tries to be a king then yeah do you guys want to talk about uh the whole brawn scene the The four-way no <laughs> yeah that, that's what i want to talk about no the the cersei giving him a crossbow be like hey go kill my brothers he's not going to there's no way no he's gonna show up and he's gonna be like nah two yeah. castles <laughs> four wives yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't see it there was a, a bit that i saw on i think reddit or somewhere where it talked about one of the early conversations with Bronn and, and Tyrion. he basically said i know you don't like me and that's fine. But remember, whatever they pay you, I'll give you double. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, is that foreshadowing? Because it sounds like foreshadowing. Yeah. Usually. Usually is always foreshadowing in Game of Thrones. I saw some fun fact about Cersei and Bronn, how they don't have scenes together. Yeah. It, because they used to date. Yeah. I didn't know that. And know that. they can't it's work in their together. Contracts. Yeah. Like, that's been like a few thing for a few years now but it's just you never really think about it because yeah like why would they have scenes together but it just makes sense like that's why Cersei didn't summon him she just sent her hand and yeah. told him like oh yeah. yeah because they hate each other mm-hmm. yeah interesting petty but interesting yeah. I, petty but also like professional like it doesn't ruin the show to not have scenes together they're not like crucial characters mm-hmm. and their relationship doesn't really matter yeah so i don't think it's that big of a deal like why make it uncomfortable for everyone else because the drama yeah and it, drama? they dated like bef- way before the show yeah, yeah. so it wasn't like no. they got no they, they dated during sh- the show did they 2014 really mm-hmm. i was looking that up because i was like i wonder when this happened because i remember she was married oh, she had wow. kids yeah so it happened in during season four they're dating and then they now are just separated on on set okay well that's dumb yeah. <laughs> don't shit where you eat that's right well no it's not to do with shit where you eat it's like be a fucking adult you guys are like in your 50s act like adults yeah. also yeah. don't shit where you eat also don't, <laughs> don't shit where you eat that's not fair to everyone else yeah but yeah it also made sense with the finale of last season how when they're there and bronze like let's go get a drink to pod i'm like what the fuck and then i'm just like oh yeah he can't be there at the dragon pit when yeah. they're all meeting and they have the dead body oh. and Bronn goes to pod and it's like, let's go get a drink. And they're oh. not there during the meeting oh. because Cersei has to be there and Bronn mm-hmm. doesn't really need to be there. Yeah. By the way, hopefully Podrick gets some sweet fight scenes because we've not really ever seen him fight. Just be like kind of trained. It, it's coming. That's coming. His pole must live on. <laughs> <laughs> what did Podrick do to those girls? <laughs> that was like the weirdest like scene in that what i forgot season that is like what the fuck is going two? on i think yeah. it's season two yeah it's right after he, i think he's uh when he's with he's with braun he's with braun it's when braun braun and Tyrion. no i think it's in a braun jamie Tyrion, and uh the uh brianne aren't they like all together and then yeah. they split up and then he goes with them for a minute any other theories about the show people gonna die who do you think is actually gonna die Daenerys, you think is gonna die, Cody? Yes. Who you think is gonna die? Like, um, like a singular person, like making a wild guess. Any, like, just a list, I guess. I think Arya's gonna die too. Mm, I think the Hound is gonna die, fighting the Mountain, but like he won't be fully dead, and then Arya will kill the mount the Mountain while 
uh, the Hound is still alive. That, I think, is going to be kind of a poetic thing where, like, she forgives him for being a shitlord because she herself has been a shithead, too. Realizes there's nothing right or wrong about existing in this world. Like, there is, it's all shades of gray. Yeah, but then she's going to die. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's. I think it's going to be a pretty big calling of people are going to, like, go. For me personally, Arya is just too cocky. Because yeah. she hasn't actually been in war. She hasn't been in a battle. She just does shady shit and she's... takes people out one-on-one. She's sneaky. So uh, she's going to be too cocky in this huge battlefield with undead people, and it's just she's going to get killed. Sam's oh, going to die. Oh, no. no. I don't know. Wait, little no, Sam George or Big R. R. Sam? George R. Martin can't die. What? George R. R. Martin can't yeah. die. Sam's going to be the one writing the book, so he can't die. But I just feel like that'd be the most tragic ending for Sam. It's like, here's your shit life. Your parents are dead, and now you die too for a war you didn't want to fight in. <laughs> Why are you this way? He's an asshole. <laughs> Do you think anyone's going to die, Britt? Everyone. Anyone specifically that you have a pretty good feeling about dying? Do you think Cersei's going to die? Fucking hope so. <laughs> I think she will. I think that'd be delicious if she's like one of the few people that survives somehow. If she doesn't die, something bad is going to happen to her. Because I know that George R. R. Martin doesn't like playing in, like, absolutes, but she can't come out of this anywhere close to the top. I just don't see it. I don't see she's anywhere near the top right now. I think I know, but, like, she's not going to come out, like, the victor. Nah. She'll be dethroned. Yeah. If she does survive. If she, Yeah. But I don't know if she'll die. I don't think Sansa's going to die because... No. Just because she's not going to be anywhere near the battle. Yeah. Unless Winterfell falls she's not gonna die mm-hmm. i think theon's gonna die yeah yeah well they went to no he's going back to winterfell that's right yeah. never mind yeah. sorry i think he redeemed himself where he can die honorably now or at least in his own eyes in his eyes he still killed two kids yes and their dad yes but he thinks he's redeemed himself so i mean he wants to given the context of, of the world that they live in kinda yeah he he is changed Yes. yes, he's changed. I know he killed two kids, but he's probably, like, done the least bad. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. He's done some shitty oh. stuff. I just, I, I would say, like, in the scope of the world, he's not, like, an awful person. No. He could have been a lot worse. Yeah, it could have been like Ramsey. Can't think of anything else. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. How many episodes are left? Five? Five. Yeah, yeah, six episodes. There are six episodes this season, so there's five left. Okay. So... I really expected someone to die in the first episode. Yeah. Ned Stark died. I mean, Ned, Ned Umber died. Someone important. Yeah, someone we've known How for dare you? My boy more Ned than was two great. scenes. Shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> I want Liana Mormont for Warden of the North uh-huh. when this is all over. Yo, why haven't Le- Liana and, uh, or whatever the hell her name is, and uh, Jorah met? Like, yo, girl, I'm your uncle. That maybe they're saving that so yeah. when Jorah dies, we can be sad. One final scene where we feel bad for friend zone. I like Ser Jorah. He's fine. He's a little creepy. He's way creepier in the books. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I I just don't, I can't like him. I guess we can end our season, episode one discussion. Yeah. Yeah. And then, Not much happened. depending on how next week, when we record, because Endgame is coming out tomorrow when you're listening to this. So we're definitely going to be talking about that next week. And so depending on when we record, we might literally talk about that and episodes two and three. Mm. Because if we record next Monday, then we can talk about 
two and three and then Endgame. We'll figure that out off the air. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, so next week is probably going to be jam-packed. That's why this episode's going to be a bit shorter, a bit lighter on the topics. But hey, Game of Thrones is back. Get hyped for that. Yeah. Endgame is upon us. Spoilers. spoilers. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. Fuck. I feel like on the. I feel like it's on either the 4chan subreddit or yes. the green text. Yeah. And they have like little tags, and I keep seeing character names, and so I just immediately scroll past. Yeah. Spoilers. They spoiled Force Awakens for me, so I mean. Yeah. They're shitheads. Yeah. So be aware of spoilers, everybody. Just stay safe out there. <laughs> Don't get spoiled. When are you seeing it, Rob? Saturday, Saturday morning. Oh. Mm-hmm. He's brave. You're He's very so brave. brave. I mean, I'm not going to use the internet. I'll be on Hearthstone playing Hearthstone, and that's probably it. <laughs> Smart. And so, I work from home on Friday because I have a doctor's appointment. So. Okay, that'll help then. Yeah. It's like going outside. Yeah, leaving, being on like public transport. It's just asking I, I, for I've it. been driving, so we're good there too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I am concerned, yes. Yeah. All right. So we'll be back next week. Hope you guys don't get it spoiled. If not, we're definitely going to spoil it for you, so don't worry about that. And that's that's all I got to say for this episode. Make sure you go to our website, chesstalk.podbean.com. Go to our Twitter, chess underscore talk. We're on Stitcher and the Spotify and the Google Play and the Apple and the everything. Rate us. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Oh, ending on a somber note, I guess. Oh, no. I just, we have to yeah. give our respects. Eddie's dog, Spotty, passed away. Uh, this past Wednesday, he was on a couple episodes. He was one of our first unofficial mascots. Mm-hmm. Um, but He's the goodest boy. There was a couple episodes, I'm sure, where you could hear him, and we definitely brought him up a couple times and let him out of the podcast room when we were recording over at Eddie's place. And he got cancer and had to be put down. So rest in peace, little guy. He'll be... We miss you, Spotty. You're the bestest boys, but you're in a better place now, and you're pain-free, so... Sorry for the somber ending, but we'll see you next week with our more nerd talk. Rest in peace, body.